Good morning. It is Saturday. You know what that means. It is a day for a Holy Spirit story. It's July the 22nd, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Today's entry is entitled, A Holy Spirit Story, God Provides. Our text is always on Saturday, Acts 1, verse 8. Hear the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes to us from Andy and Lois Maxwell. Andy is a pure delight and a regular in our weekly Preacher's Fellowship meeting where we work on sermons to accompany the Wake Up Call series. Andy writes, My wife Lois wrote the attached Holy Spirit story to show how God has provided for over the past 46 years. I entered pastoral ministry in 1978 with the Church of God in Oregon. Sometimes it was a rocky journey. Other times we've been greatly blessed, but in all times, God provided. She thought it might be an encouragement to others. I'll tell you, as I read it, I felt I was standing on holy ground and knew you all would as well. It is a story witnessing both to real real road meets the rubber faith and how God meets faith with faithfulness. It will encourage many. Read it below in Lois's own words, and as you're listening here, you'll hear it in her own voice. This is a treasure. We were married during seminary and took our first pastorate over 40 years ago. The pay was $225 a month. Our bills between insurance, student loans, and a car payment totaled $239. God provided a job on the side that helped, but still our income was low. Every week, I would make out a grocery list. After praying over it, I would look at the ads. Every time, what I needed most was on sale. God provides. I believe in the feeding of the four and five thousand found in the Gospels, because I lived it. I have a container that I fill with rice. In the next place we lived, I would scoop out enough rice for a meal and see I had enough for one more meal. The next time I went for rice, I would scoop out rice for a meal and have enough left for another. This went on for six months. One Sunday, our church was having a potluck to celebrate the mortgage burning. I had made tater tot casserole using hot dogs because I didn't have hamburger. I had learned that the placement of a dish makes a difference in how much you have left. I prayed that my dish would be at the end of the line so we'd have something for the next day. When I entered the dining area, my dish was first. Oh well, God will provide. As we were cleaning up, a man came up and asked if I would like to take some of his homemade apple pie home. I thought, wow, I have an empty dish to put it in. By the time we headed home, 
Our empty dish had turkey for four sandwiches and dressing, as well as apple pie. God provides. One time, for a period of six weeks, we received criticism every day by phone or letter. Then one evening, there was a knock at our door. We were feeling so discouraged that when the friend at the door asked if we had room for about 12 people, my husband said no, thinking we didn't need a group to put us down. The man replied, too bad, we're coming in. They came in bearing snacks, food, and cash. Our rent was due, and we were short on cash, and our cupboards were almost empty. Most importantly, they came in with love and words of encouragement that we needed to hear. God provides. Twice we found ourselves facing homelessness. The first was a couple of weeks before the first frost in northeast Montana. Our kids were two and four. A few years later, we faced it again, but this time at the beginning of an Illinois summer. In both cases, we found housing within 48 hours of needing to move. God provides. In 1978, our first full year of marriage, our income was just over $14,000. We never reached that amount again until 2004. At times, we said we needed a telescope to see the poverty line. God always provided just what we needed, sometimes in the nick of time, but always what we needed. Today, we again are facing a drop in income and uncertainty about housing. I find myself curious to see how God pulls us out of this as we enter retirement. Okay, semi-retirement. For more years than we've been married, we've served the Lord, and we don't plan on stopping now. We know God will provide. The prayer. Abba Father, thank you for this witness to your faithfulness as Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. We confess our struggle to trust you as provider and our tendency to want to take matters into our own hands. We are prompted to pray today, in particular, for men and women in the ministry who are desperately struggling to make ends meet. We speak the blessing of provision over them. Would you prompt us, as it pleases you, to make us part of your blessing of provision to them? Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. In the question. Do you have a God provides story you were prompted to remember as you read today's story? Do you know God as provider or do you struggle to trust in this way? In the hymn today, we're going to sing the Friday chorus. Excuse me, Saturday chorus, sanctuary. It's our Saturday song. You know the words. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. We'll sing it through twice. Lord, prepare me 
to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, bright and true, with thanksgiving. I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, bright and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Well, that's a wrap for Saturday. Your Holy Spirit stories, of course, are always welcome. Just reply to this email. You can see the parameters and instructions in the PS in today's email. It's been a good week through Romans chapter 14, certainly challenging. We'll see you Monday where we'll start up with Romans chapter 15. Two more weeks, and then we're through Romans. Wow, what a journey. And then we'll be into the Acts of the Apostles. I want you to get one of those journals. And go get those at seabed.com. Uh, and we'll send you to the fields now. And you know that field starts right there in your home, right with your family, if there's family there with you. We start with our heart. We move to our home. It's about the church and then the city. So everywhere we go, we're sowing the extravagance of the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus. I'll look for you out on the field today. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.